0: You're now listening to the Authorcast, a podcast from the Georgia World Congress Center Authority, the number one convention, sports and entertainment destination in the world. Welcome back to the Authorcast. I'm your host, Parker Hendricks. Today, I'm joined by the Chief Commercial Officer for the Georgia World Congress Center Authority, Joe Bocker. We had a great conversation that touched on different aspects of his career the Congress Center's relationship with the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau, and the outlook for our facility through the COVID-19 pandemic and beyond. This conversation will be the first of three parts that focuses on our business return plan. Our team has developed a comprehensive plan featuring enhanced safety measures and operational changes designed to meet the health and safety challenges presented by COVID-19. To view our plan in full, Please visit GWCCA.org backslash return plan. One final piece of housekeeping before I get to my interview with Joe. Our conversation was recorded over Zoom and there is some feedback at times. Thank you for your patience. And now my chat with Joe Bacher. We are joined today uh, back on the AuthorCast with uh, CCO of the GWCCA, uh, Mr. Joe Bacher. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. I'm uh, glad to have you today. Thanks, Parker. So before we get going, can you tell us a little bit, our audience, a little bit about you? I know a lot of our meeting planners and clients stuff already know who you are, but for somebody who stumbled upon this for the first time, uh, can you give a little uh, preview of of, uh, how long you've been here and what you did before you got to the conference? Yeah, thanks, Parker. Happy to do that. Uh,
1: Yeah, so uh, I've been... uh, coming up already this fall will be four years in my current role as chief commercial officer here at the authority. Um, time, time's been uh, going by quickly as it always does. Um, I've been fortunate, um, yeah, you know, to, uh, be in this great industry of ours, my entire career, um, in the late nineties, uh, coming out of, uh, as you can see any video, my, uh, my Penn state stuff behind me here, <laughs> but, uh, uh I, 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 uh, went through uh Penn state's hospitality hotel uh, management school and, uh, Came to Atlanta, uh, as I said, late 90s. I started on the hotel side of things and I've uh, been in uh, pretty much in a sales role my entire career with uh, various companies from uh, Wyndham to uh, Hyatt Hotels, uh, White Lodging, a uh, management company. Uh, as I said, uh, in uh, sales leadership roles my entire career, I spent a few years uh, in Columbus, Ohio as vice president of sales of Experience Columbus in the CBD space. And uh, I had a chance to get back to Atlanta prior to uh, joining the authority team. I was with uh, IHG overseeing their uh, franchise sales for North America. So, uh, yeah, so I guess to, to sum it up, it's been all uh, uh, mainly uh, the the hotel side of things with a small role in the B&B space. And then uh, my last four years here at uh, Georgia World Congress Center.
0: So being the chief commercial officer, how is that a little bit different than, you know, a, a sales leadership position, you know, with a hotel? Kind of what, what's your main role and focus here at the Congress Center?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's a ton of similarities. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we exist to take care of our customers and, and provide great service. And, you know, I think in the convention center world, we have the, uh, you know, we're tasked with building the future. Um, and, uh, you know, when I say the future, our future can go out to 2030, 2032, I believe we have business on the books already here in Atlanta. But I think, you know, one of the main differences, depending on what size hotel you're in versus a convention center is probably the lead time and the length of time that you're out booking business. Um, you know, hotels tend to be a little bit more short term in today's world. Mm -hmm. Um, some of your larger convention hotels will certainly put business on the books. Five, six, seven, eight years out, a lot of them following the same track we do. You know, if we book a large convention, there's a real good chance that a uh, a hotel block exists inside of one of the large hotels, and that's like that in any market. So I, I think uh, at the end of the day, here we're here we're here to serve guests. We're here to to, to serve our community and um and uh, be the economic engine uh, for Atlanta. And um, you know, I coming in here. Uh, being, I guess you could say, "quote unquote," new to the convention center world inside the doors. You know, I've worked with convention centers my whole career uh, in various markets and cities across the country. But um, you know, being inside now, seeing what we do, there are there are a lot of similarities to to hotel. Uh, you know, like I said, it, it really sums up of booking space dates and taking care of our customers. And and we've uh, certainly transitioned our our building into one that is. Uh, not that it hasn't, and it's always been, but I, I think over the last several years, we've just really turned the dial up on on service and the expectations that we have as a, a team
0: to deliver
1: world-class experiences and service, and, and we've done it.
0: So. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, you spoke briefly about the, uh, you know, our role in the community and, and kind of being the economic engine. I, you know, I think something that the business that we bring is the reason why we have so many hotel rooms in Atlanta. We know we, we have a huge role in filling those up kind of what is your personal relationship with the ACVB and kind of, um, you know, how we go about you, you have CVB backgrounds, obviously. So can you talk a little bit about that relationship that we have with them? Yeah,
1: it's a, it's an important one, Parker. it's a great question. It's uh, um, you know, it's one that I guess I would say we don't, we don't make a move without each other. And, um, Uh, And what I mean by that is, you know, communication is everything. And we've been very fortunate here um, to have just two incredible sales organizations, you know, inside our team and then the team at the CBB. And one thing we did, um, you know, several years ago was aligned our sales team with their sales team. And, you know, so whenever we go visit a client, a customer, a city, uh, a trade show, uh, and we 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 might exhibit together at our industry events. We always have our CBB partner arm in arm with us, and and that's uh, no different from a uh, from a junior level salesperson all the way through my relationship with Mark Vaughn, the the senior vice president and chief sales officer for the CBB. Uh, we talk. I, I I literally believe we talk almost every day or every other day, and uh, uh, we uh, we we put a lot of strategy and effort around how we're going to not only sell and market this city, but our approach to customers and our approach to customer service. And uh, one thing that everyone tells us is Atlanta, you do it right and you do it well. And, um, you know, when we bring a, a prospect or a potential customer into our market, you know, for all intents and purposes, gloves come off, you know, from a competitive standpoint with all the hotels and all the venues and everybody really puts a united front together to close that business for the city of Atlanta. Once it's closed, you know, then everybody starts to do their individual agreements, contracts, and, you know, fights for the business, you know, on what they can, whether it's an offsite dinner, an offsite event at the aquarium or the World of Coke or wherever it might be going or our building, you know, everybody's going after the same stuff there. But when it comes down to taking business from one of our competitors, Atlanta really puts together a, a great, united package and and there is something to be said for southern hospitality i think it shows through and through every time a customer comes here and it's one of the first things they tell us when they leave is i can't believe how well you all work together and the hospitality and the southern charm and 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 everything that you provide so uh it's it's a special it's it's a special relationship and and it really stems between our two organizations working
0: as well as we do together going to transition a little bit to kind of our current climate and what's going on. Um, Obviously we're, you know, we're in the midst of a pandemic um, and that has had a huge impact on what our business is um, and what we do. Can you discuss kind of what your role has been during all this? You know, I'm sure you're talking to clients every day, Um, kind of walk us through kind of the progression that we've been.
1: Yeah, you you hit it right there Parker. I I'm trying to do everything I can to be supportive of our entire leadership team and our and our uh, uh, all of our directors and departments and, and and be wherever I can, wherever I'm needed um, you know, to speak with a customer, be in front of somebody, call somebody. Um, you know, we took an approach back in March, which my goodness feels like 3 years ago and it's 90 days ago, uh, that we were going to we were going to be easy to do business with, uh, we were going to take care of our customers that are with us year over year, over year, over year, and, and make sure that, you know, we, we share in their, um, efforts and, and what they're doing and they're, you know, everybody's losing right now. There's, there's no winners coming out at, at the moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, we, we, we took an approach that, um, we were going to work with, folks on cancellations we are going to work on folks with rebooking business and and that's what we've done and um, you know we're not in the business of collecting cancellation checks that's not the world we want to live in nor will it ever be a world that uh, we would support or, or be a part of I mean we want people to survive we want their organizations to survive and uh, we want these partnerships well into the future and I've said this on another caller panel i was on that you know these are the times that you make lifelong clients and friends and partners and we all throw those buzzwords around sometimes but they they mean something right now and uh and uh we we always what's the what's the saying you know some our clients have uh, memories like elephants uh you know they they don't forget things uh you know they don't they don't forget who took care of them and they certainly don't forget who stuck it to them and um you know, so we just uh, we, we we took the approach that we were gonna take care of everybody and uh, and every client, every situation is a little bit different, uh, but our approach has never wavered, and that was to be easy to do business with, make sure that their organizations are okay and that they're gonna come out of this alive and that they're gonna be doing business in Atlanta well into the future. So that's the uh, that's the angle we took with every one of our customers, and and my role in that has been, like I said, just supporting the team. Um, several clients I am on the phone with on a regular basis here, as we work through some of these larger conventions that are coming and, um, I'm trying to be the voice of everything we're doing here and all the great work that our team is producing every day, um, with the BRP and our business return plan and, um, the, the GVAC certification that we're pursuing. And I'm trying to be another voice telling that story on behalf of our organization to our customers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's obviously no playbook for this, Uh, you know, that this has been something that nobody has ever really been through. Or is there anything similar, you know, throughout your career that you've taken from examples from maybe whether it be financial crisis or after September 11 or something like that, where you've leaned on experience in the past to kind of help push forward this time? Yeah, no doubt. Um, And
1: I I think I just hit on a couple of them. It's, uh, you know, Post nine eleven, I was I was 30 days into my first director of sales job in a hotel. So you talk about having to figure out how to, uh, you know, learn things quickly. Um, and that was, uh, I was at the Hyatt on Capitol Square in Columbus, Ohio, a 400-room hotel, and uh, I remember the day vividly, and as we all do. And uh, so you, you, you learned how to do things differently following something like that. And I was fortunate at that time in my career to have, great mentors that I think taught us and taught me that, um, you know, that you gotta, you've got to take care of your clients and, and, and know that they're suffering with you and knowing that facing a cancellation or a contract, you know, those are the times that contracts kind of go out the window and you trust relationships and, yeah, it might stay over here in the fine print. I can go collect this, this, and this. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in what are we going to do to move forward together and when. And, and uh, so, you know, that was an interesting time. You know, that was a, a time that our industry really changed. I mean, that, that was when we, in the hotel world, you that's when the Expedias of the world came to life and Priceline and all these aggregators out there that grabbed our inventory to sell it for us. And um, here we are 20 years later and no one's ever gotten their inventory back from these guys. And they're, they're a part of our lives. We all do it. Right. You know, it's, uh, I'm traveling somewhere. I'm going to pull up big speedy. I'm going to pull up whatever before I book and see what's out there. Um, you know, and then, you know, we all want people to come to our brand websites then to book, you know, today, but uh, you know, so that was an interesting time. And then, um, you know, I think after the financial you know crisis as well, it was, a time that you just learn to, you you, you know, you, you pull, you pull thoughts and memories and uh, things you've done all the time out of your, out of your brain and out of your bank. And yet you hope you're pulling the right things out. Um, yeah, you know, and I had a customer say one time, you for, you've forgotten more in this industry than, 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 than I'll I'll ever know. And, and I, and I think sometimes, you know, you, you, you know, you have to reach way deep in the, back of the brain and say how did I handle something similar to this before and you you pull out those best practices and you try to eliminate the ones that hurt you yeah. uh, because over all of our careers we've all made the wrong decisions at different times and points and you stumble, you break your leg and you get back up and you say well I'm never going to do this that way again and um, you know so I think we all have those moments and I guess I would just answer the question with um, I think the biggest thing you could do right now is be a friend and, and, and a partner to our customers. And, and that's what I've learned over the last 20 years in this industry, that relationships matter and um, that they're important and um, take care of people. They will, it will come back around and, and that's in life. And that's in, that's in business. You know, you want new others as you want, you want you I mean, you know, It's a powerful phrase that you can live your life by and you can certainly live your business by. Yeah. You know, so that's what
0: we're trying to do. So You mentioned, and I'm glad that you mentioned it. Kind of, you know, nine eleven. You remember where you were at in the financial crisis. That everything kind of changes. You know, the the world is the world is going to be different. You know, because of because of the pandemic that we've just been through. Do you have any idea? You know, kind of what the long term effects on on the meeting industry? You know, this could have or any indication of of where we are moving towards the future.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know we're all reading periodicals and, 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 you know, white papers and anything else we see on social media and um, everybody has a different opinion. Um, and that's okay. Uh, that's, that's the world we live in. Uh, we know that. Uh, so um, I think, y- y- you know, what we're trying to just get our arms around today is, you know, with all these reopening plans and things we're doing is what is group business going to look like in the future? Um You know, I don't think any of us know when it's going to fully recover. Um, We have some experts that'll tell us things won't be back to normal till 23 or 24. I don't personally believe that. Um, You know, as we said, we all have opinions. I'm entitled to mine. You're entitled to yours. uh, Yeah, you you know, we are fortunate, as I said, that we have a book of business that spans out the next 12 years and or, or more, and it's packed. Our campus is jam packed, and I think as you watch the news and and the media and you watch all this play out, I think a lot of us believe that until a vaccine or something comes to life. And I was just reading this morning that Pfizer and several others are on the race right now to deliver hundreds of millions of vaccines by the early fall, which is just something they never thought would happen. And uh, yeah. So you can feel the pent up demand that's out there. You can feel our groups that are not canceling, um, you you know, that tells me right now, we still have one large convention every month starting in August that have not canceled. Nothing has canceled out into 2021. I mean, so when people tell me the world's not going to recover to three, four years, I just, I have to call them out on it because I don't believe it. And um, I, I think uh, a vaccine's going to be the catalyst that's going to probably drive a lot of the world coming back if I know that if I hop on a plane or go to a meeting and I get sick, there is a remedy or a vaccine or a shot or a pill I can go get, I'm probably getting on a plane and going to get back to life. Um, yeah, you know, but uh, again, just my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, so I think to answer that, you, you know, it's, uh, we, we don't know. Uh, we're taking it day by day. All that we can do is continue to, um, pray and hope, uh, this, uh, Pandemic starts, continues to move in the right direction with numbers going down. Vaccine is developed. We don't see a second wave of it. And um, all the great minds and people out there in our industry that are working every day to figure out "quote unquote" what the new normal looks like. Um, we're ready to welcome customers and guests back into our building. We've never closed. Um, you know, so we're ready to do what it takes to make people feel safe, feel comfortable, and that could be today or tomorrow uh, we're ready. Um, so I think, uh, I I think you'll see business ramp back up here in the fall is my, 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 what we're, what I think we're hearing, but it's going to be predicated on some of those other things happening, you know, vaccines coming out and just, uh, tight business plans, you know, that make people feel comfortable and, um, and and moving forward. So, you know, we're watching it, we're watching it hourly, daily, uh, like we all are, but we'll see where it ends up
0: yeah you know we we you you spoke briefly kind of on the g star and the and the b r p that we've been working on and I know the last three months, which like you said it feels like it's been five years uh, but the last three months i know we've put in a a ton of work uh to kind of change the way we operate and put in new procedures do you do you have are you comfortable with where we're at as an organization you know that you can tell a client hey we're ready um you know right now for you absolutely
1: yeah. I, I And I mean, what I said earlier, I would tell them they can check in later today. Um, but yet, you know, we are, uh, we are more than ready. I think we are, uh, you know, along with many other colleagues in our industry, I think we've got some really, really great people working on things out there. And I think we're uh, on the front end of it. I would say we're a thought leader in this space. And, uh, uh, you know, we are working very closely with uh, the mayor's office and the governor's office. And making sure that we're all on the same page of what business looks like when it comes back and how do we do it and how do we do it right. And, uh, so yeah, I think the work that's been done since March is incredible. Um, our customers love it. They've seen it. And, um, and, uh, we continue to bounce things off of our, uh, customer advisory board. We continue to, uh, share things of our other local large clients and, um, everybody's uh, ready. And I think people feel good about, the plan we have in place. And, um, and, and yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think we could start tomorrow and
0: people would feel, people would feel great. Yeah. You mentioned the the customer advisory board. When, when we go through, you know, we're developing plans for this, are we, are we using them kind of as a sounding board to say, Hey, we're thinking about doing this Would this help your meeting or help your, help your event or whatever. Yeah. You know, we, we, we will take a series of thoughts or questions
1: to, to them. Um, uh, some of it today, that's exactly why they are here. I guess if I back up, you know, they, uh, we've really utilized them for all of our projects across our campus, whether it's the Andrew Young Boulevard project, whether it's the, the new BC hall that we've built, uh, the hotel that we're going to build with Hilton and, uh, you know, I, I think uh, this is no different. When we hit a stumbling block, or we hit something that we kind of scratch our head and go, "Gosh, what would the what would our customer think?" You know, our first thing is, "Well, why don't we just go ask them?" And uh, <laughs> it's yeah, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty neat, right? And uh, yeah, you know, but we've been very fortunate to have the voices and the uh, some really really great leaders in our industry that serve on our customer advisory board, and we can't thank them enough. Uh, Every day for the contributions they make to us, the challenge, they challenge us every day, you know, when we think we've got it right, and they tell us we're wrong, we put our pencils down and start sketching over again. And, uh, and it's been, it's been really helpful. And uh, I think they, they feel that they're a part of our future here. And, and I think see that, you know, we're listening with open ears and, um, and uh, we're trying to do, do everything we can. To continue to you know just build a world class experience in campus here in Atlanta that you know it can't be world class and experience in our own minds it has to be in our customers' minds and uh yeah you know and uh, we 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 all think we're great right yeah, you know we don't do anything wrong uh yeah, yeah you know but uh it it's uh its humbling at times when you put something in front of a customer and they tell you the three or four or five things that you didn't think about and uh and, and that's why they're there and uh so no, we uh we will continue to utilize our advisory board in every way we can and every step of the way when we uh, feel challenged or confused or just really want another perspective, we will uh, continue to raise things uh, their way and, and get feedback.
0: Well, Joe, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you. I know you're very busy, so we appreciate you sitting down with us. Yeah, no, Parker.
1: Hey, listen, thank you. I appreciate everything you and your team do every day. and. Uh, Keep telling our story it's uh you know we'll, uh, we'll have business back soon we're, we're 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 just we're ready counting the minutes counting the hours and ready to go so thank you for having me today
0: thank you and that will do it for this episode of the authorcast to subscribe to our podcast visit gwcca.org authorcast and be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. i'm parker hendrix and this has been the authorcast